This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomers. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show here on AM740. Jason Laidler, along with the world-famous Ted Walshin. Happy you're joining us this morning as usual. Ted, good morning to you. How are you today, sir? I'm very well, thank you. And and how are you? I understand you had a pretty uh, exciting uh, week. Here. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know what? I have to mention, I, I know you're going with the story because we talked about it yes. beforehand. Yes, I am. But I want people to, although they, they, they most people don't know what you look like, or a lot of people don't, and they've never met you. It's probably a good thing. But try to paint a picture of, of Jason of what you think he looks like, <laughs> and then... Try to paint a picture of him in this story that he's about to tell you. you you'll know what I mean once, once uh, okay. he gets into the story. Okay, so picture, love, I love the draw, draw the painting in your head. What is Jason? Because everybody, when you work on radio, people say you don't look like anything like you sound. I thought you were shorter. I thought you were taller. I thought you were older. I thought you were younger. I thought you were fatter. I thought you were thinner. So whatever I'm you think touching. Jason looks like. Paint that picture in your head. I'm not touching that. And now that. get ready to take that picture and put it into this story that he's going to share with you. So, all right. Because uh, I'm doing the same thing, and, and I'm laughing. Uh, well, I'll start by admitting that I'm, I'm 50 years old. I've probably said that before, so maybe that's not a surprise. And uh, it's been a long, long time. It's been decades, like multiple, uh, like three plus, not plus, at least three full decades since I've been on a motorcycle. When I was a kid, not a kid, a teenager, um, I had one of those, it was called an enduro, uh, on-road, off-road things, and I took it all over town because it was legal to have on the trails, and it was legal to have on the streets because it had lights. And I was licensed. I was a licensed M1 uh, motorcycle driver, and, and it was great. And, but then, I don't know, I, I guess I went to university, and that was the end of that, so it's been a long time. So And my, my wife um, also has some motorcycle experience, again, 30 years ago or so. So together, long story short... We decided, well, she decided that we needed to go take the motorcycle safety course and get, you know, (laughs) up to speed, so to speak, and uh, blow the cobwebs off the motorcycle driving memories and all that stuff. So we did that just just the other night uh, in the parking lot of Sherway Gardens. It was a beautiful night, thank goodness, because it's a rain or shine event, and I can't imagine (laughs) doing it in the pouring rain when you haven't done it for so long. And yeah, I was nervous, and they provide the motorcycle, so... If you drop the bike, man, you're dropping someone else's motorcycle, and that's that's going to be embarrassing, I guess. But I got to tell you, it was a great experience. We both, uh, neither one of us dropped the bike, I'm happy to say. And you know what? I, I'm Pardon the pun? It's like riding a bike. Uh, it, it just, it just, it was fun. A little stressful in the beginning, but a lot of fun. Glad I did it, and I'm going to just mm-hmm. carry on and get re-licensed and whatever. And she's looking forward to doing the same. 
What about you? I mean, you must have a motorcycle story uh, um, or two. I can give you um, one motorcycle and one semi. Keep it clean, okay? Absolutely. Uh, but the, the, the first time I think I, ra- I, I rode on a motorcycle was... Um, I was in this Ukrainian band, and we were, we were touring, and this was a, like a concert marching band kind of thing, and we were playing through Europe for a couple of weeks or so. And part, one of the places we went to uh, for a few days was Rome to perform. Nice. And, and a bunch of us, and we were like 18, 17 at the time, whatever, we rented scooters. Now, have you ever been to Rome? No. Okay, Rome, driving, driving a car in downtown Rome is frightening. Now, put yourself on a scooter. <laughs> uh, scare the heck right out of you. It's... It, it was wild. It was great. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I look back now and I think to myself, I wouldn't do that again. But it's a major form of transportation in, in Europe. It, right? Oh, in absolutely. Scooters. Oh, absolutely. I think even today. But, but in Rome, like I noticed like people, you know, they, they get into an accident and they just pull their car over to the side of the road and leave it there. Wow. Okay. Until like whenever somebody shows up. So uh, that was fun. But But I look back now and I think... I couldn't do that again. And the time I was on a bona fide motorcycle, I was, motorcycle. I was just going to say, I don't think it's the same thing as no, a motorcycle. No, but, but even still. I mean, you're, you're still going up to like 50 miles an hour, yeah. 6, 70, 80 kilometers an hour. Yeah. It's, that's enough to, to make a big booboo. So one time I was, I was with, a, with a bunch of friends. We were down at the Brunswick Coast, downtown in Toronto. I've heard of it. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, we had a co- cocktails, cocktails, you know, a bunch of draft. And, and, and a friend was giving me a lift home on his motorcycle. Now, he was not driving. So the Brunswick House is basically Bathurst and Bloor. Right. I was living in Mississauga Road in the QEW at the time, right. which is a good chunk of road. But back then, this was back 40 years ago. Back then, didn't traffic didn't exist the way it does right now. Sure. So he drove me home along the QEW from downtown Toronto, wow. Gardner, Gardner QEW. Wow. And I remember sitting there on the bike, and I had a couple of wobblies in me. He didn't. He didn't drink anything at all. And I'm holding on to him as he's riding this motorcycle down the floor of QEW. I have no idea how fast we're going, but we're doing fast enough. Yeah. And I remember looking down on the ground and thinking to myself, if I fell off the bike right here... <laughs> I would land back there somewhere. <laughs> Under four cars. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that, that was my... I, I have no, absolutely no desire to ride a bike. I'll, I'll do respect to everybody who, who does. I remember my mother saying to me, to my brother and I, years and years ago, she said, the one thing I was so grateful to, I used to thank God that neither of you wanted to ride motorcycles. And I would imagine as a parent, that's kind of a frightening thought, seeing your kid get onto a big bike. I would imagine it's scary enough seeing them get in the car for the first time by themselves. Yeah, precisely. So there's my stories. Lame as they may be, they are true. Well, very... kind of like me. Lame, but true. (laughs) Okay, well, this is the Avoid Probate show, so I'm not sure how to connect the dots with... um, Probate and motorcycles. I'm sure there's a way. Uh, let me think about that for a while. I'll tell you what. We're going to go to our first break, and I'll think about it during the break and see if I can come up with something afterwards. So thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember... Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because... Insert your name. ...did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of... Insert your name. ...have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoid probate.ca. 
This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You are listening to the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Ted Walsh and he's Jason Laidler. And you can get a hold of Jason because he's the one who gives you the expertise. So I'm just... I know why I'm here. But anyway, you can do so by uh, emailing him during the course of the week. You can do it right now, actually, if you want it. Info at avoidprobate.ca. That's info at avoidprobate.ca. Or call during the course of the week. Toll free, 1-844-667-7628. That's 1-844-667-7628. And again, it's info at avoidprobate.ca, 1-844-667-7628, and Jason will get back to you. I guarantee that. Right? Guaranteed. There you go. For sure. Okay, thanks, Ted. Um, What I want to get back to here uh, is something that we talked about a couple of weeks ago when I was um, commenting and, and making commentary on a publication by the Law Commission of Ontario. Right, I remember uh, that. Which is, I'll just remind everybody that uh, the LCO, the Law, Con- the Law Commission of Ontario, provides independent, balanced, and authoritative advice on complex legal policy issues. Uh, our work promotes access to justice and contributes to public debate. Um, maybe some of the listeners didn't hear part of that um, show, and if that's the case, I'll remind the listeners, if you go to the website... Uh, there's a button right on the landing page that says listen to the show. You click that button and it'll take you back to all the past shows uh, that we've had, uh, that we've produced over the time we've been here. And uh, also, yeah, also I want to remind the listeners on the website, there is a probate calculator, a free tool for you to play with, punch in the numbers that you think are are close to uh, accurate uh, market value numbers and things like that. It's really straightforward, punch in the numbers, and it'll do all the math for you and give you an idea, a very accurate idea, I I will say, as to what the probate might be owing on your estate or on mom's estate. So have a look at that if you get a chance. So what I want to do is pick up, we didn't get through that uh, Law Commission of Ontario document, but I want to say that we got an incredible number of calls and emails in response to that week's show, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm guessing, um, you know, there was a lot of information that we went through, and I was worried it was going to be information overload. I was speaking of which, one listener called in last week, and uh, and he mentioned it specifically, and I said, oh, I'm glad you liked it. I said, I was worried it was going to be information overload. He said to me, every week is information overload. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It's um, an information program. It's an information program, yeah, it's, I'm not going to apologize for that, but I want to pick up on it because I don't like leaving things undone. Uh, with regard to, to privacy, privacy is something we haven't talked a lot about, and it's a big deal for a lot of people. Um, sure. It can be important for different reasons, uh, family dynamics, um, business reasons, all kinds of stuff. And so, again, reading from the article here, uh, with regard to privacy, and I'll expand on it, it's kind of out of order here, but the introduction of the federal privacy legislation, the Personal Information Protection and Privacy Act, that's PEPIDA, uh, which was introduced a few years ago, has brought greater attention to the protection of confidential information. PEPIDA reinforces the duty of financial institutions to keep the sensitive information of their clients secure. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. These privacy laws have led financial institutions to adopt restrictive policies around releasing client information to third parties, including estate representatives. 
In consultations, several stakeholders noted that it can be a challenge to obtain information from banks. For example, one practitioner spent three months sending letters to a bank asking for evaluation and still received the wrong information. Another practitioner described a case where the probate application was not filed until eight months after the death because of the delay in obtaining information from financial institutions about the deceased's assets. Okay, so there's two points uh, to expand on here. The first one, uh, the practitioner was looking for evaluation. When you are settling the estate and you've, you're, you've got to deal with the probate, which means you've got to deal with this ugly form that came out in 2015 called the Inf- Information Estate Return, Form 9955, you have to list the value of all the assets that the deceased person had at the day of death. Well, if you don't know what the value is and you go to the bank and asking them to fill in the blanks for you mm-hmm. and they say, sorry, uh, that's private client confidential information where I can't tell you, well, you got, you got a problem. You've got to fill this form. And in fact, in fact, when you receive the certificate of appointment uh, to be that executor, you got you're on you're on the clock. You got a deadline. It used to be ninety days to complete that information return, and then the government realized it was too strenuous and not enough time, so they doubled it and made it one hundred eighty days. But you're still on the clock to get that thing completed, or you, the the executor, you're personally liable. You're in trouble, and you're facing uh, potential fines. So the second point, though, uh, the probate application was not filed until eight months after the death because of the delay in obtaining information. Filed, not processed, filed in eight months. Oh, wow. So when people say, no, it can't take three months to complete the probate process, I don't believe you. Well, there you go. This document wasn't even filed till after eight months, and I can tell you it wasn't processed the next day. So, carrying on. Court staff also reported banks banks refusing to release information about a deceased assets. This makes it impossible for the estate representative to provide an accurate valuation of the estate for the purpose of a probate application. Wow. Um, Like I said, you don't want to be an executor in Ontario if you can help it. Uh, Finally, on the topic of privacy, I think where a bank or other institution requires probate in order to release information about, about the assets of a small estate, the estate representative may be placed in an impossible position. Not my words. This is from the the Law Commission. Um, The estate representative may be placed in an impossible position. First, he or she will probably probably incur the extra expense of filing an affidavit of estimated value and then going back and correcting the value later on. Second, without knowing the value of the assets, the estate representative may not have a good idea of whether or not the estate is worth probating at all. Uh, That part about the affidavit, like if if you don't, know what the real numbers are, then you, you, you're going to make a guess. And you, when you realize what the numbers are later on down the road, once again, you only have 60 days uh, to make the amendment and have that filed. Once again, um, the, the, the province showed some leniency. It used to be 30 days, and, and they realized that was too strenuous. Mm-hmm. So today, uh, it's 60 days you've got to make the amendment. And you, have to, you might have to make multiple amendments. You think, you've, you think you got it all the second time, right? And then you discover... Something else, and they make amendment again, an amendment after amendment. So it, the list can go on. And the other, the last comment I want to make about the valuation is, if there's a business involved, and lots of people uh, have businesses, uh, and you you can't get access to that information, 
you need to hire uh, a certified business valuator, a CBV. That's a thing. And these CBVs, they are expensive. So that's another cost uh, that you have to incur maybe personally or through the estate, but just another layer of aggravation just to get the information, estate information return filed. Okay, moving uh, along through this document, I really want to get it finished today. Um, on the subject of waivers, we touched on it in, in two weeks ago, um, quoting, you know, waiver policies are usually directed at assets less than a certain value. It is the value of the asset held by a particular institution that is significant here rather than the value of the estate itself. And um, I'll comment again on this in the mailbag. So, you know, the bank only knows what the bank has. And so that's what they base their decision to waive the probate or not on is what they what they can see. Uh, the value limit varies among institutions as does how strictly it is followed. At one bank, the cutoff is 25000 At another bank, it's 100000 Those numbers are arbitrary, but it's just to make the point that it's different uh, depending on what branch you're in. Um, typically, financial institutions are more likely to waive probate for a small estate. However, the opposite may also be the case. Financial institutions are sometimes motivated to waive probate for a larger estate in order to ensure their, that either the assets remain with the institution, interesting, or a debt owed to the institution by the deceased is recovered. Also interesting. Um, lastly, before we get to the break, uh, con- conversely, financial institutions may refuse to waive probate, even for very small estates, if there are, quote, red flags increasing the risk of a problem. And I want to list a few of these red flags, such as a holographic or $99 will. The holograph will is the will you wrote yourself in your own handwriting as opposed to one that was done by a lawyer. That's a red flag. I'm not saying it's not legit. It can be completely legit, but it's a red flag. Other red flags include uh, the will changed shortly before death, capacity issues, evidence of family dispute. When you say capacity issues, what do you mean by that? Sorry, uh, mental capacity issues. Okay. okay. Yeah, not not volumes. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I was, wasn't sure. Okay. Yep, mental capacity issues. Uh, evidence of family disputes, someone other than the spouse named as a designated beneficiary, joint accounts with anyone other than the spouse. I'm glad we got to that. I hate joint accounts. We've talked about it um, before. Very rarely are they do they uh, solve more problems than they create. Uh, an out-of-province executor, we've talked about that. An out-of-province beneficiary, again, this is a list of red flags. Pressure to act quickly, uh, that can be suspicious. Executors who don't get along, and finally, nieces and nephews, i.e. family members who may have no emotional attachment to the deceased. <laughs> Interesting list hmm. of potential red flags. I, I didn't you say uh, family members who may not have an emotional attachment? Yeah. Boy, I'd like to, say, like to be in a courtroom when they, <laughs> when they argue that one. You're not emotionally attached. Why do you say that? <laughs> I was crying all, my, all the way here to court. We'll take a break and come back with more. Stay with us. You are listening to the Avoid the Probate Show on AM 740. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. 
My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Marilyn is a good daughter who wants the best for her elderly mom. Um, why is she overdrawn on her account? What's going on here? Her mom had money, much of which was tied up in non-registered accounts like GICs, paying next to no interest, which meant... She was dipping into her capital big time because the residence she was staying in was very costly. So she was overdrawn on her account four times a month. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs using her power of attorney. The bank refused, saying the accounts were in her mom's name only, and then rubbed salt in the wound. They pushed it back on the family and said it was all our fault. We should have been on top of it, not them. That's when Marilyn got a hold of Jason at avoidprobate.ca. He accompanied Marilyn to the bank to move mom's money. Why? The insurance companies now have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks have. Plus, we can also put a 100% death benefit guarantee on the account once it's at the insurance company. Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca. I don't know how long my mother is going to live. None of us know. So my thing was, if she lives to 100, there'll be more than enough money to sustain her. How was avoidprobate.ca able to help Marilyn's mom? It's a good news story. The account is earning money. Much more than it did when it was at the bank in a low-paying GIC. But more importantly, it's still 100% mom's money. There's no joint owner on the account, but there is a beneficiary on the account, which wasn't there before. Which means no tax issues and no probate to worry about. I share my story with as many people as I can, and I hand out Jason's cards to lots of people and say, call this man. He'll walk you through it. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number, but call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back and a good morning to you. I'm Ted Wallach and Jason Laidler with me and this is the Avoid Probate show. You can get a hold of Jason, by the way, if you have any questions or comments during the course of the week. Uh, you can do it via email, which is info at avoidprobate. Avoidprobate is one word. Info at avoidprobate.ca. Or if you wish, you can make a call. Toll free. 1-844-667-7628. 1-844-667-7628. Or info at avoidprobate.ca. Fire off any questions, any comments that you have, and, and it doesn't matter. if you, Even if you think it's a silly question, it, it isn't necessarily a silly question. Trust me. Whatever the question happens to be, yep. even if you don't think it's that important, it may lead to something which is much more important, and I hope I made myself clear there. You know, if the listeners think uh, they want to challenge us on something that they hear, please do that too. I mean, you're invited to uh, ask for clarification, or if you think uh, we got it wrong somewhere, I'd love to hear that and uh, explain it. Just picking up here, um, working on this Law Commission of Ontario document, I'm jumping uh, for the sake of time right to the, right to the end and repeats uh, a theme, sort of uh, quoting um, the document, the most likely scenario for fraud, absent probate, is an adult child convincing a parent to put property in joint ownership ostensibly to avoid probate, but really so that the child gains control of the assets. So this joint ownership thing, uh, I'm t- touching on it one more time, because it's an opportunity 
to remind the listeners what the solution here is at avoidprobate.ca most of the time when we're talking about investments. And I realize there's more to estates than just the investments. There's the, there's the house and there's businesses and there's other things, other assets. But the solution to avoid the probate on the investments is the easy part because it requires a simple transfer, usually at no cost, from the bank where the investments are sitting today and we can talk, we can say GICs or we can talk about whatever they are. It doesn't matter what they are. And I'm not talking about uh, the checking account that people need on a day-to-day basis. We're not replacing the bank uh, with regard to the checking account or the credit card or anything like that. But we do want to replace the bank with regard to these investments that are there for long-term savings. And we can do this transfer over to, over to an insurance company in Canada where the rules are different. And I'm not talking about life insurance, to be clear. It's an apples-to-apples recreation, restructuring of the pre-existing investment portfolio at the bank over to the insurance company. We can do everything the bank can do with regard to investments and then some. The insurance companies, I say this all the time, the insurance companies today have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks do. The difference, of course, the critical difference here, uh, emphasis on critical is that once the money's been transferred over to the insurance company, it doesn't matter to, to me which one it is because we're independent advisors. I just want to remind the listeners of that. Now, though, the money's been transferred. We can add the the kids, the church, the cat, whoever you want to name as a beneficiary on that money. And that's that's the key. That's what we call the best kept secret in the country because the bank's not going to tell you to move your money. The bank's solution to the avoid probate problem is to make it joint. And that, as I keep saying over and over again, can create more problems than it solves. Um, once the money's been transferred and you name the beneficiaries on it, mom passes away, it's a, it's a death certificate, and boom, the insurance company writes the check and sends it off to the name beneficiaries, and that's that. No probate, no eight months of frozen accounts, nothing like that. It's a beautiful solution. It's a beautiful thing. What's the cost? Is it based on percentage? Is it a fee? No. There is no fee. You are charged absolutely nothing by Jason and uh, his uh, colleagues at Avoid Probate. I was just going to say, I want to be really clear. that It's no charge. Most of the time, if you're over the age of 90, it can get tricky. And there might be a small charge if you're over 90. But we can, we can work around that. But if you're under 90, it is completely no charge. All right. We're back in a moment with more. We'll wrap up the show right here. Stick around. Hey, we're not quite finished yet. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. All right, let's head down to Kensington Market 190 Baldwin. In the heart of Kensington Market is where you'll find Tom's place, my friend Tom Mahalik. He is there. i got to tell you something, Tom. Uh, in about uh, two weeks from now, I'm going to a function, a family function, which is going to mean that I'm going to have to put on a jacket, a sports jacket. Now, and I can't remember the last time I wore a sports jacket, but thank God I have a bunch that I bought from you, and I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, Ted, it's so true what you just said. Everybody finds themselves in the same situation. But people are going back to dressing up. It's, you know, it's like when if you don't wear a dress shoes for five, six, or seven months, your fit seems to spread. And when you put on a, a dress shoes, at first it feels weird, but then you say to yourself, wow, it's nice to have a pair of dress shoes on and a nice pair of pants, 
and a terrific sport jackets. And Ted, you and I have been friends forever. I cannot thank you enough for continually bringing up my store and the fact that when you're looking for something in the way of clothing, there's no better place than Tom's Place. And yes, sport jackets are here and people are wearing them again, Ted. I'm so glad you got hundreds of them. I, it's a great place to shop. I've been saying that for years, and the prices you can't be beaten. The service is top-notch. Tom's Place, 190 Baldwin in the heart of Kensington Market, will suit you. I'm Ted Walshen. Jason Legal is with me, and it's time once again for us to go into the mailbag. And just a reminder for those folks, if you've got a question or a comment uh, that you would like to make, pose a question, please do so by sending us an email, info at avoidprobate, that's one word, avoidprobate is, info at avoidprobate.ca. You can also call toll-free during the course of the week at 1-844-667-7648. 1-844-667-7628. We'll be more than happy to reply, uh, Jason will, with the, the right information the information that you need to save you some money because that's the whole idea here behind the Avoid Probate show. Again, info at avoidprobate.ca. That is the email for you to jot down that address, send something along to us, question, comment. We're all open for it. What do you got here, Jason? Well, thanks, Ted, for uh, that intro. Um, i got to do the boring part here first, which is the weekly disclaimer which um, reminds the listeners that the information provided in this program is for general consumption only and is not intended to provide particular legal or investment advice. Every situation is different, and so if you have legal or investment questions, you should speak with a licensed expert, or, of course, you can contact me at uh, those coordinates that, Ted, uh, you were just kind enough to share with everybody. So... Um, Jumping into the mailbag, I know it's uh, one of your favorite sections. It is. Uh, I want to start with a really uh, positive note because there's a specific reference to you, Ted, Uh-oh. in your uh, in your past life. So <laughs> oh, this gentleman... Um, <laughs> That's scary. I've, I've spoken with this gentleman a few times and I've actually um, shared his mailbag before, but there's just there's news. Mm-hmm. And the, the mailbag before, I don't have the, that mailbag in front of me, that letter in front of me, but this was a case where... Uh, Dad passed away, and uh, the entire value of Dad's estate was between, let's just say, $38,000, rounding up for easy math, and um, the bank was going to require probate. And we talked about this because often, even if the province doesn't require probate, and and they don't, as you know, when the estate is under $50,000... Uh, there's no there's no probate fee owing to the province when the total value of the state is fifty thousand dollars or less. Right. But remember, it is the bank's discretion, and I don't very often come to the defense of the bank. But to be fair, um, just because you know there's thirty eight thousand dollars at this at this particular branch, they they don't know what is at the other bank or or the credit union or under the mattress. They have no way of knowing that stuff. So. They don't know how big the estate is. You say, well, that's, that's it. That's all there is. They, they don't know that for a fact. So this gentleman, um, we'll just call him John. Uh, let me read some of this so that I don't have to try to memorize it here. Uh, good morning, Jason. Another great show today. I've listened to everyone. My only complaint is that the hour goes by way too fast. Before I get into my probate update, I want to say that it's fabulous to hear Ted back on your show and feeling good after his 
bout slash scare with COVID. I listened to him when he was on CFNY and CILQ FM. Q107. I was going to say, what was, what's CILQ? That's what it is. I didn't Q107. Know. Didn't recognize that. Those are the actual call letters. Okay, well, there you go. So you've got, uh, you've got a fan from... God bless him. From wait, from whenever. What's his name? <laughs> John. John. Hi, John. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you, John. Thank you. Car- carrying on, <laughs> although, uh, although not in any of my emails to you, but in our phone call, I told you that the TD Bank was not going to let me avoid probate on my father's estate, consisting of the one stock in the TFSA that was valued at approximately thirty-eight thousand. This is my father's entire estate. This was done through a different TD Bank than I normally deal with, as my branch was temporarily closed due to COVID. When my branch reopened, I explained my situation with TD Estates, the T- the department of TD that deals with this stuff is TD Estates, uh, to one of their advisors. The advisor called TD Estates while I was in front of her, explaining my situation to the assistant of the TD Estates person in charge of my request and arranged a time for me to speak with her. I called and let her know everything that has transpired to date. She told me, bold letters here, I do not have to provide probate and that I have until the end of November to call her back with the instruction to sell my father's stock in his TFSA. Again, bold letters. What a relief! Exclamation point. So that's a good news story. It um, is. It you know, is. I, I think the guy dodged a bullet. He got lucky because once again, it is the bank's discretion, and and they are taking his word for it that that's the entire value of the estate. Yeah. Um, now. That's a kind of a segue into another point I want to uh, touch on here. Yeah. Because then he he asks a question about the TFSA, and it's an excellent question that we get from time to time. He says, and with the stock being in a TFSA, will I have to include any increase in the stock's value from the day my father passed until the stock is sold? If there's an increase to the tax and CRA and blah, blah, blah. The probate fee, you know, mom dies today. Um, the estate doesn't get to be settled for 10 months, well, what's the tax bill owing? So the answer to that is the probate fee tax, the, the death tax we call probate fee, is based on the value of the estate on the day of death. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it's a good question about the increase in the value of the TFSA. I don't want to get too complicated about it, but uh, if, if there's something called a successor holder on the TFSA then the gain in the value is tax-free, but the successor holder has to be a spouse. Well, John's not a spouse of his dad, so that doesn't apply here. And so that's the only way you can avoid the gain inside the TFSA. So the bad news is it's taxable. The gain, the difference right. from the day pat. Well, and, and what if there's a loss? Well... You know what I mean? And that's not going to happen with property. That's, that's a good part. question. You know, there's an expression, um, capital losses get lost. Uh, that's another story. I, I, we should, I should explain that. Um, because off, often, you know, throughout the life of an investor, there will be losses. And those losses can be used in the terminal tax return to offset the tax on gains. But if the kids don't know that in, you know, 1974, dad took a hit on, I don't know, Bombardier, mm. just, just for example. Mm. You know, if they don't know that, then that's why this expression exists, capital losses get lost. So it's actually a good idea for people to keep notes of these losses or keep the tax returns. I don't know how many people keep the tax returns for 40 years, but (laughs) I I think some people do. 
And that's why I don't know what is a legit not legitimate. Well, what is what is what is the government suggest that you keep the last five years? I've heard seven. I don't know if seven. Yeah, I heard seven too. I don't know if that's a, a rumor or if that's an actual hard fact, but that's the number that I've heard over the years. Even seven years of tax returns is a lot of paperwork to yeah to store yeah and and not lose and a lot of paperwork to go through when you're the child or whoever the executor is trying to settle the estate. Like, imagine, like, imagine 40 years of tax returns going through those things. Anyway, I think the answer to your question, though, is that capital loss would be uh, valuable in the sense uh, to report it against gains because it's a one-to-one right. offset, right. Uh, dollar for dollar, loss against gain, and so you avoid the tax on the gains All right. uh, dollar for dollar. But, you know, when you're, this is just a cheeky comment, when you're investing with avoidprobate.ca and Jason Layler is your advisor, you don't worry about the losses because you don't see them very often. But uh, that's kidding, kidding. It's a reality. I, I shouldn't have said that. No, but, that's uh, all right. Yeah. But we've had fantastic, fantastic returns in the market. Not not just my clients. I'm not so silly to think you know that we're special that way. It's the whole uh, rising tide raises all boats kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the last official downturn in the markets was 2008. <clears throat> and uh, In the real estate market? No, the, in, in the, the stock market. The, in the indices, yeah. yeah. The different indices, yeah. uh, the Dow, uh, the T- NASDAQ, TSX, and NASDAQ and all yeah. that stuff. 2008 was what was they called a correction, and it was ugly, <laughs> really, really ugly. <laughs> it was really. But for those people who hung in there, which was tough, tough to do when, uh, I think it was one of the Rothschilds said, you know, when there's blood in the streets, that's when you invest your money and and take advantage of these things. Easier said than done. Um, Well, it's easier to do if you've already got the money. That's true, too. But those people who hung in there, man, have they rebounded. And so what I say, 08, this is is what we 13 years into a bull market. And that's that's another interesting uh, thought is no one, everyone knows it's not going to last forever. So when's the next correction coming? Obviously, I don't know, and, and nobody has that crystal ball. And you ask, you know, a hundred different experts, you'll get a hundred different answers. Yeah, and how drastic will it be? Is and how drastic the will it be? Thing, right? But the, what I what I've been telling clients lately is, I'm trying to get them not to worry so much about it because if you've been in the market since '08 and you've like made you've done so well, well, the one U.S. equity fund that I like to show clients has done an average of 19% over the last five years. I don't like talking about number, uh, rates of returns, but 19% over five years. So you know what? If, if you see a drop in 2022, let's say it's 2022, and you have a little setback and you're down 15 or 20% for that year, it really doesn't matter. It's all profit. If you've been in the market since 08 and you've like tripled or quadrupled what you had in 08, mm-hmm. And now you get a 20%. It's the whole one step backwards, three step forwards kind of thing. Yeah. But easier said than done. Uh, it, well, it is. And for some people, they just, it's uh, the word loss just is not part of their lexicon. That's right. And I know this is the mailbag uh, segment, but that actually takes. That's, no, that's okay. That, that takes was, us to another good point, though, that we should remind the listeners of, which is the 100% death benefit guarantee that we're able to put on the investments once we've done the transfer usually at no cost, from the bank over to the insurance company. The 100% death benefit guarantee for those that's available for those under 85, that uh, takes takes the worry out of this uh, correction that's pending. You know, mm-hmm. Again, we don't know when, but you know, if, if, that's, if, the, if the market goes down 20% and that's the day that you get hit by lightning, the insurance company is going to top it up for you. 
and pay your heirs or your your loved ones the full value of the original investment. And right. that's that's an amazing thing. You cannot do that at the bank. Okay, well, I've got another uh, quick one here. I know we're getting uh, tight for time. Um, we'll say her name is uh, Jane. Uh, she called. She's married with two adult boys in Ontario. Um, I was asked by the the callers where they're calling from because, well, A, um, it needs to be Ontario. We're not currently licensed anywhere else, although we're working on it. Uh, we've got uh, applications pending in other parts of the, of the country, but um, that's another story. So... Jane um, has a house in Woodbridge, and I asked her if she had any other real estate. She said not anymore because they did have a cottage for a long time, but they sold it uh, a few years ago. And so my question right away was, well, okay, this is important. When you sold the cottage, did you declare the cottage as your principal residence so that you didn't have to pay tax on it at the time because that's a popular a strategy because nobody likes paying. Yeah, but how do you do taxes. that if you if you live in a house in in Mississauga and you've got a cottage in Muskoka? Well, it's, you it, can't be principal in both places. Correct. So it's it comes down to a, a math test, and I know how much you like uh, to do math tests, <laughs> Ted. But my uh, favorite. It, the 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 point here is, um, and and the answer to the question is, they did pay the tax. Uh, I think it was. I, I don't know if I said the year a few years ago. They paid the tax, and good for them, because now, to your point, Ted, now the house in Woodbridge can can be the principal residence, and it's all tax-free. Right. But, but like you were suggesting, you can't have both. And it's really tricky uh, to do the math on this and figure out you know, which is which, because you ha- it goes by calendar year, and I don't want to get into the formula for it. We've talked about it, actually, on the show before, a long time ago. But I just wanted to remind the listeners that uh, since, I think it was 1981, Maybe it was 84, I can't remember. You can only have one principal residence per couple. And if you have overlapping properties, you've got a, you've got a decision to make. And the best, the logical way to make that decision is to do the tax on both and figure out which, which tax bill is the biggest because that's the one you want to avoid. So it's possible, it's possible the cottage has a bigger tax bill than the house in the city. I mean, if you bought... Uh, a place in Muskoka on Lake Rosso in 1952, you know, it's worth $3 million today, mm-hmm. more than it was in 1952. Yeah. So the tax bill there is a lot bigger uh, probably than the tax bill would be on the condo in, in the GTA. Yeah. It's could, just, or it could be at least. Yeah, it's just that people don't like to pay it today. And so they think, oh, I'll, I'll make this my principal residence and I'll deal with the rest of it later. But that could be that could be a mathematical mistake. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break, and then when we come back, more on the Avoid Probate Show right here on AM740. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember... Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because... Insert your name. ...did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of... Insert your name. ...have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca 
This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You are listening to the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Ted Walsh, and he is Jason Laidler. And you can get a hold of Jason during the course of the week via email. It's info at avoidprobate, one word, dot C-A. Info at avoidprobate.ca, or you can call toll-free. And even if nobody's there, they'll take your message. Jason will get back to you, just like that. 1-844-667-7628. That's 1-844-667-7628. Or again, by email, uh, info at avoidprobate.ca. We don't normally do this during the course of the program because we normally focus in on, on you know, what we're doing. But I think we, we provided a lot of information today. Yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, grist, yes. grist for the mill. Information overload, apparently. Well, no, and, and as I mentioned, if you've got a question or a comment or something you didn't quite understand because it's, it's a learning process for those who haven't gone through it, which is most people or a lot of people. So feel feel free to... Oh, feel- I, I can't tell you how many emails I get, and it's a one-liner that says, I, not, I need some more information on probate. And that's that's a question in an email, and like, how do, I, I still haven't figured out how to answer that, really. it's There's so much content, there's so much material, right? Well, and it all depends on, on your personal situation. Yes, right? yes. So if there's a topic in particular... Yeah. Uh, you want you want us to discuss on the yeah. air. Uh, so what I was getting at here is the fact that you know, oh you were going somewhere. With I that? was going somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, with this, is the fact that you know because what I want to mention here is not necessarily about probate. The outside of the program, we were talking about how you and your lovely wife went and, and took a motorcycle course to refresh your that's right motorcycle motorcycling ability. Yeah, my legs are and, a little and sore. And so now, now, now you're, you're looking for, for a bike. Yeah, you know where I can get a deal on a, on a good motorcycle? I don't, but I'm sure someone out oh, there come does. On. And if they do, then I'm sure they'll get you must, you. you must know motorcycle people. I No, I'm right now, you know, my shopping... Part of the gang? My shopping, when I'm, looking, when I'm looking for two wheels, when I shop right now, I'm looking for four. Two big ones and two little ones for my granddaughter for, for her first bicycle with training wheels. If... We get training wheels. Some parents don't want just want to go right at it because my granddaughter's, my granddaughter's turning two tomorrow. Wow, that's lovely! Two, I yep. can't believe it. Happy birthday! Two years old. I, I can't believe how fast it's gone. Bouncy castle time. It's good fun. Anyway, I think we're getting close on uh, time. Kelly's uh, giving us a signal there, so let's wrap this up for another week. I want to uh, thank producer Kelly, of course, uh, for her amazing work behind the glass there. Thanks to Ted Walshin for decades of radio excellence. Thank you, Zoomers, for your time today. What do you think, Ted? Uh, let's do it again next week. Same, I look forward to same it. Same bad channel. Look forward to same it. Same bad time. All right. I look forward to it as well. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.